Hello and welcome everybody to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with my other host, Rick Warren. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing good, Eddie. How's how's everybody down in Texas? Texas is doing great, although we got a lot of rain. I was hoping we were going to get James on here tonight, but I haven't heard from him. He did get the link to, to join the show, but uh, he may pop in a little bit later. But we've got a, we've got a really cool show, and he's going he's gonna to miss it. I don't want him to miss it. Hey, Danielle, how you doing? Your other half needs to get on the show. Tell him he's late. Um, <laughs> she's in the <laughs> chat. But uh, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now with UFOs. And I thought, what the heck, man? Let's go ahead and do a show on it because so much is coming out right now. And the U.S. Navy is releasing so much video footage, so many things that's going on right now along you know, with the UFOs. And they're supposed to be releasing, and this is the Pentagon, supposed to be releasing a bunch of videos, documentation on supposedly everything that they have on UFOs. Now, you know they're going to keep some stuff back, so I wouldn't get too excited over it, but at least this is a first as far as the government admitting that these things exist, or as they call them, uh, UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. And I think this is going to be a, a, a big deal. But here's the problem I have, Rick. All this going on with UFOs right now, all this information coming out, and they're feeding it to the public, and the public's like, eh, just a UFO. <laughs> one of, you know, one of the biggest yeah. topics on the planet right now, besides this ridiculous COVID bullshit, and here we are in the middle of, all this UFO information and people aren't even paying attention. Why is that? What do you think's going on? I think a lot of it has to do, Eddie, with the fact that our geopolitical world is blowing up. It has a lot to do with the fact that um, they're scared for what's happening in the world as is. And, and if they take time to look at what really is happening, like you said, we have a lot of information. I, I just uh, looked up some of the stuff we were going to talk about tonight on the disclosure from the Pentagon, from the Navy, from the United States government, from other world countries. And there is a lot of information to be disclosed, and it has been disclosed. There really has. And 
I'll, I'm going to share a screen with you guys here in just a moment. Uh, if you'll take the topic there for a minute, uh, Rick, and I'm going to pull this up and then I'm going to share a screen and we're going to watch this video and uh, see what you think. Awesome. Well, people, I tell you what, right now, I looked up, like I said, some of the information that we were going to be uh, talking about tonight on the UFO phenomena. And um, it is. It is a phenomena because we are coming closer and closer, just like the X-Files people, of knowing the truth. And yes, the truth is out there. It really is. Because right now it says, uh, for number one, it says spike in UF sightings across the nation. And this was issued two days ago by military.com. UFO sightings spark new questions on Fox 17, April 19th, 2021. Pentagon UFO video, Defense Department confirms leaked video. Michigan reports 12 UFO sightings 2021, starting on May 4th. And Tim Burke says that government may finally re release a UFO report and that UFO reports surged during the pandemic. Dazzling skies, UFO sightings and real life monsters, as they call them sometimes. And a lot of them are talking about the 911 calls, Eddie, that people are fielding right now through different uh, districts all over the United States, 911 calls mm -hmm. about UFO sightings. I've actually had 911 calls on that. Uh, I've had two in my career and uh, on UFO sightings. I thought were pretty interesting. Unfortunately, when I got there, I didn't find anything, but uh, it was interesting to get those kind of calls. All right, everybody, I'm gonna share this screen with you guys, and I'm gonna play this video, so bear with me as uh, swing, the screen switches around a little bit. So uh, don't mind any of the background stuff that I might have been watching earlier. We don't want that to get out. But anyway, <laughs> let, me, let me go to pull this on up. And uh, we're going to make this the main screen. And wow, that's cool. And uh, wow, yeah, let me pull this up. Here we go. All right. Y'all ready for this? Let's do it. Here we go. The Pentagon has confirmed a strange and unexpected sight captured by Navy personnel off the coast of California. The video shows flying pyramid-shaped objects hovering above the USS Russell and another warship. It was leaked by filmmaker Jeremy Corbell. Uh, he's also shared three images from the USS Omaha showing an unknown spherical craft. The Pentagon has confirmed its Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, what a task force that is, <laughs> is examining the footage. Creator and editor of ExtraordinaryBelief.com, Jeremy Corbell joins us now. Jeremy, incredible vision. What sets this apart from other UFO sightings captured in the past? Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure, David and Nat. Nice to be with you. Nice to be with you, Australia. This is a truly global story. What separates this footage compared to other UFO footage you might see is that the U.S. Navy photographed and filmed these pyramid-shaped UFOs and transmedium vehicles. And I obtained, as a journalist, I obtained and released some of this historic footage with my mentor in journalism, George Knapp, and this has now, as you said, been directly confirmed by the Pentagon. So that is significant in and of itself, how quickly they confirmed that these reports are contained within their educational uh, briefings for, mm. 
for individuals what, in the military. What's a transmedium vehicle? Great question. So important. What they witnessed at the, with the USS Omaha was uh, an object that was able to break the air to sea barrier without destruction. So transmedium means it can move between air, space, and sea without destruction or impact. And that's so what they're splash. seeing with these true unknowns. So the US Navy, someone on a ship attached to the US Navy shot it, did they? Well, there's a lot of sensor systems on these ships, as you can imagine. I only released non-classified or unclassified imagery I was able to get my hands on, those videos. That's a hard thing to do. But of course, there are other systems that are completely classified. These are highly documented. Look, they're coming to our warships and surrounding them on a mass scale. And this isn't the first thing. This has been going on for a long time. You're just seeing an open Jeez. government policy now okay. to talk about it. The Pentagon is expected to release a report on its findings in June. But what do you think it's going to show? And will they be honest? So this new candor is astonishing. You know, after so many decades of outright lies and, you know, along with ridicule by world governments. I mean, the U.S. government, the Australian government, the U.K., they're all guilty of it. And they all work together on this. But what we're seeing now is we're seeing uh, changes in that environment. And that's what has started this congressional dig into this UFO topic. And this, you know, report that we're going to be getting. Well, now, because of what I released with George Knapp, they've got even more to talk about and explain. So you're saying our government's been lying about extraterrestrial life along with the US government? Whatever this is, whatever is represented by these advanced aerospace vehicles, I don't, I'm not saying it's extraterrestrial, I have no idea. That would be our oh. government's position to tell us, but they've been lying that this has been happening. And so now the cat's out of the bag, toothpaste out of the, out of, out of the tube, we're seeing a different type of attitude of world governments and, and frankly it's right. good we have a, a right to know and a need to know as public uh, in america australia and around yep. the world yeah we will it's keep something. in touch when that report comes out yeah. in june we'll talk to you again to see what it reveals yeah. and it's something up there yeah. you Thank yeah, you you'll, you'll see more on my social media soon oh. this week yeah oh, oh okay, okay that's a tease yep. we'll, we'll follow you now thank you so much for joining us we appreciate it <laughs> So great. Yes, Australia. Nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're a beauty. I love America. <laughs> All righty. So there we go. Uh, that was a very interesting uh, report. And there's more footage that's on the way in reference to UFOs and this topic. Um, what did you think of that, Rick? I think it's just scratching the surface. I really do. Since 1947, when we had um, a gentleman set there start a complete program into the verification, and basically he wanted validation of what was going on with Roswell. Uh, he started his program in 1947 and has... Uh, had it going on for quite a while now. And uh, that's what I want to know. I want to see the validation. I want to see the truth. I don't want to hear just like uh, we have Darren Wedlock there in the um, chat room. And uh, I don't want to hear about swamp gas. I don't want to hear about, uh, well, that was reflection of headlights or anything like that because we know better. Oh, and by the way, they weren't balloons either.
Yeah, right. Now, uh, we've we finally got uh, James Toops in with us. James, welcome. I'm glad you made it out of the hot tub. Uh, although I can honestly understand you being in there. Um, <laughs> uh, Danielle says, but what can 911 do? What can 911 do? Not really a whole lot, Danielle. Um, I, think people call, I think people call 911 um, mainly because they don't know who else to call. You know, I've I've had many calls throughout my career. I had one back in the '90s, and then I had one probably middle 2000s, somewhere around there, in reference to UFOs. One was up in San Antonio. One was down South Texas, and uh, investigation turned up not much, but uh, it was really cool. Destin Wedlock says, "Yeah, a huge shift from swamp gas. Nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah." there are unidentified flying objects that seem to be not from this world. And yeah, I mean, these things, I mean, who knows where they're from? Are they from this world? Are they from like inner earth? Are they, do they, you know, survive just on the outer reaches? Are they, you know, do they have a base on the moon? Where do they come from? It, you know, and what is the moon? Is the moon really, you know, a piece of cheese? I mean, seriously, I mean, they, they crashed, uh, uh, satellite into the moon at one time and it rang for i forget how many minutes uh like a bell i mean that stuff that you know that's mm-hmm. science fiction stuff right there and uh so i mean it, it's a it's a lot of crazy things that going on uh daniel says uh, that reminds me back about three years ago or so james and i saw five black disc shaped objects flying across the sky in perfect v form james you want to go ahead and elaborate a little bit on that Oh, too. I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I'm glitching like crazy right now. Um, can you hear me? We can. Yeah, hear yeah, you. we hear you, but that's the yeah. men in black already messing with you. Am I glitching? <laughs> I, I can't, man. I, it's you guys are coming in splotchy. I'm, I'm gonna probably. Yeah. So James is gonna probably have, have to, to bail here with the oh, shitter net and uh, come back to us. Um, Rick, what do you think yeah. of all this stuff? Yeah. James, jump out and jump back in. Yeah, I just, you know, what's amazing to me, Eddie, is the fact, the very validated fact that we have United States Air Force, we have United States Marines, United States Army, United States Coast Guard, all of these entities of our own nation and military power that has reported this before. And what was what was really I don't know. I don't get it. Why would you want? Why would they want to jeopardize their career by coming forward and saying something fake? That is the best way to get shot down by a commanding officer or anything is reporting something that is false. And yet they do. They report it because they want the truth to be known too. And a lot of these reports, there's gentlemen that's coming forth right now, Eddie that has been in the military, the U.S. Navy, Air Force, and everything. It's been 15, 20 years since things happened, and they are just now coming forward because they were told, stand down. They were told, do not discuss this outside this room. And those are the people, and let alone in the air, Eddie, what about the ones under the sea? What about our submarines? What about ships on the ocean that see these things coming up out of the water? Oh, I agree. Real quick, uh, James, will you turn your camera sideways? That way uh, we get a full uh, screen on you. There we go. Yep. 
There you I go. can't see you guys, so tell me what I need to do. Am I oh, good right here? No, no, you're good. You're good right there. All right, cool. You're good. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, James, tell us about those uh, five discs that you and Danielle saw in that V-form. So, um, yeah, so from far away, dude, it looked like, okay, if they would be, uh, like, right in front of us, it would probably be about the size of a Volkswagen, I would say. Um, and, you know, first thing I thought was balloons, right? Like, all right, it's probably balloons. It was never black, you know. They were moving from left to right. And um, they, but balloons vary in altitude when they're flying in a group. You know, one will shift up, down a little bit. You know, they'll catch thermals, and balloons are sensitive, right? They'll hit little thermals, and they'll hit, uh, you know, pockets of lift and sink and everything like that. Uh, now nah, these things wasn't doing that. They were flying from left to right uh, in formation. Um, it was two on top. Um, like almost even with each other two on the bottom a little bit shifted forward and then one kind of trailing behind a little bit um and it was it was quiet it was black and it was just moving left to right and they were round um this is really weird really really strange and i couldn't chalk it up to a balloon at all um like i said if they were in front of us it'd be about the size of a volkswagen that's how far away it was wow Maybe even a little bit bigger. Maybe the size of like a minivan, you know, each. Mm -hmm. And they were low. They were really low, man. It was probably about altitude wise. It was probably about two hundred feet, maybe a hundred feet, something like that. Wow, that's and, uh, that's crazy. Just, yeah, it was, uh, it was the weirdest thing I ever seen. Is and actually, Eddie, it's probably the the only thing or one of the only things I've ever seen like that. You know, I I haven't seen disc and you know things hovering over the house. I haven't seen any of that stuff. Um, but this is one of the sightings that I've seen that was kind of like, wow, okay, this is something different. You know, this is really weird. Now, Darren Wedlock, he says, hey, Rick, Native American Indians have stories of star people, don't they? Yes, Darren, they do. We um, There's a very sacred belief among the Native American people that we have been visited eons ago by the star people by the people and you this is not only from the native american this is from this is globally from egypt from india from japan all over the world there are people that did not even know they other people existed and they share the same stories of the star people of the people coming down from the skies of the chariots this is basically why um Vernon, Vernon Bond, whatever his name Von is. Braun. Vernon Von Braun. The Chariots of the Gods. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. He wrote about the Chariots of the Gods. Yeah. And people laughed at him. And that was way back in the 60s and everything else like that. And the vindication that he has now of, I told you so. Oh, it's so sweet when he can sit there and say, this is what's really happening now, folks. And this has been real for the last damn 40, 50 years. And you didn't believe me. So, have you guys ever heard of the American Stonehenge? Yes. Yes. So, there's a kid on uh, on YouTube that took, and he was he was uh, researching the American Stonehenge, and he drew a line from wherever it is. I think it's upstate somewhere, right? New York, somewhere around there, or somewhere up there, right? Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's New York. But he drew a line mm -hmm. from there to Stonehenge, the actual Stonehenge itself. And it literally goes through one of the monoliths of Stonehenge from America's Stonehenge. It goes right across Stonehenge, goes right through one of the monoliths, and it ends up in, um, what is it, uh, Macedonia? No, wait, where the hell is it? 
I'd have to go back and look at it, man. But it was a really cool story, you know, and it was kind of groundbreaking, you know. Okay. And it makes you wonder if this is the Stonehenge and the, the pyramids and everything has to do with some kind of star charting or GPS or anything back in the it's, day. What do you think about that? that that's very possible. Also, uh, Jerry Henderson, he says, drones. Do you think that the military may be practicing with drones? Don't get me wrong. I do believe others exist. I would be, or it would be selfish to think that we're the only beings. I think that in some cases, I think the military are experimenting with certain types of drones and things of that nature. What we're seeing in a lot of these videos, I I have a hard time believing that they are drones. I have I, I have an easier time believing that there's something, uh, something else. Maybe not so much extraterrestrial, but I don't think uh, drones. I think, and if we do, and you got to remember that they have technology that they're showing with these uh, uh, pyramid type craft that are that's way beyond what we would actually know as our exactly. means of propulsion. Uh, right. You know, it, yes. it goes against everything that Einstein believed uh, as far as gravitational pull and forces and and all that kind of thing and acceleration. Uh, so I mean, so it's a possibility, yeah. But I mean, uh, I I would tend to kind of jump away from that. Also, real quick, uh, Darren Wedlock says, yeah, it shouldn't be a surprise to any of us, really. It's not as if they haven't been sighted since ancient times. And uh, yeah. Danielle says, not sure that it was drones. I think they were too big to be drones. And I, well, she's referring only, to your sighting. But these things were not drones. They were round in shape. Um, they were they were quiet. You know, drones are kind of loud, especially when you put four, five, six of them together. They're going to be a little loud. Uh, these didn't right. have the booms hanging off of them with the props like drones would. These are round in shape. And, um, yeah, it, I, I'm just going to say no on the drone thing because they would have made a lot more noise and, you know, they would have been a little more sporadic. But the way they, they moved together, it was, it was like, it was really, really slow and real eerie. It was a really eerie feeling to mm. kind of see this thing go across the sky and be like, man, what the hell is this? And not know. You know, it was just weird. Now, Rick, you were going to say something. What was it you were bringing up? Well, again, I wanted to, to emphasize that this is not just an, an ordeal that's happening in the United States. We have we have uh, validated stories. Rendlesham Forest. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm about the uh, U.S. Air Force and everything that was that uh, they were caught in the middle of a forest. They took down readings. They took um, recordings of the actual events that happened that night. And men, these men are trained military men with the United States Air Force. And here they are. They're wondering what in the hell is happening because they've never seen anything like this. The Geiger counters that they used on the sighting itself registered way above normal readings for anything in that area. And that happened a long time ago, gentlemen. So now, Rick, real let quick. Me, let me give you a little. Uh, a well, little hey, hey, hang on a second real quick, James. Okay, uh, this, is, this is for both of you. And I'm going to start off with Rick. Then I want you to jump in after he gets done and continue on with your thoughts. But we're going to revisit the thought about why people are so nonchalant about one of the biggest stories in the history of mankind coming forth and being, uh, I guess, validated by the United States government. What? Why do you think that this is happening where people are like, eh, 
UFOs, eh, aliens. Do you believe it? Eh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, what what is up with all this? I mean, start off, Rick, and, and uh, James, continue after. Well, Eddie, I think it's like this. I mean, I, you, James, everybody, we've been doing the paranormal for how many years? God, forever. You know? And I still, and I still find it an interesting and very, very, very intriguing field to be, to be studying. But just like the paranormal right now, it has been ongoing for the last 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, and people are getting saturated again and again and again with stories about not only the demonic, stories of ghost stories, stories of hauntings, and all at once, it's kind of like, I feel like some of these people, a lot of the people are being desensitized by being told every week, every year, I mean, every month about stories like this. And it's the same thing with UFOs. 1947 was when Roswell bounced on the map. And from since then, we have been debating, we have been arguing, we have been validating, we're trying to disprove everything about UFOs, not only with the U.S. military, but the government and world countries that have joined in on this phenomena. James? So, uh, two reasons. Two reasons why people are... Um, used to the idea, uh, used to the idea, and um, are just kind of nonchalant about this thing. Number one is conditioning. Um, the, the population has been being conditioned since the H.G. Uh, Wells story of War of Worlds came out, and that was the first test, I think, right there, because humanity just took a shit whenever, what you know, people hovered around the radio back in the day and uh, listened <laughs> to stories. You know, when Wells came on with War of the Worlds. Everybody's brain took a shit and thought there was an actual invasion until they were told other words. Otherwise, um, from that point forward, there have been so many uh, movies and shows and uh, series and everything on extraterrestrials and things like that. Exactly. Star Trek mm -hmm. came out back in the 60s. You know, with old, that pimp, Captain Kirk. He was a pimp, man. He got so much <laughs> alien uh, friendship, you know. Captain Kirk was just a, he was a pimp, bro. I'm not even gonna lie, but Get a man. he was a man. He, he was just knocking down aliens left and right. Uh, yep. Yeah. And from that point, you know, it just kind of grew. And look, what was, what was the biggest movie out there? I think to me, what do you guys think was the biggest Star Wars. Movie of an alien invasion that could be reality to this day? Like could, could reflect today's times. What do you guys think was the biggest movie that, that uh, showcased that? I'm going to say Star Wars. Uh, Independence Day. Oh yeah, Independence Day. Yeah, with Will Smith. Independence Day because they highlighted Area Fifty One, they highlighted invasion, they highlighted the military's involvement, they highlighted the secrets that were going on in Area Fifty One. The president didn't even know about, and they highlighted the captivity of aliens and uh, the craft and everything that they had. Area Fifty One. I mean, um, Independence Day set it off. That was a whole new. Now Independence Day Part Two. Yeah. So, now, now Jerry, Jerry off. brought up Z. Remember Z? Z was very, yes. very good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Reason two. I had two reasons. So reason one is conditioning, right? Reason two is the political arena that's going on right now. Everything that's on TV right now is nothing but political garbage and bullshit. Um, everybody is so sick of this media and all this crap that's going on. 
when something else comes out on TV and they're like, hey, um, so the Pentagon just confirmed, you know, that there's a flying object somewhere out in, I don't know, Afghanistan, whatever. People are kind of like, yeah, okay, well, what next? You know, like, hey, here we go again. What kind of shit show are we involved now? You know, so what next? So I think people are kind of like, all right, well, there's aliens out there. I mean, we got a terrible uh, administration in the White House right now. Why not have alien invasion? You know, what else? We got coronavirus. <laughs> Fuck it, let's have aliens. You know, I think that's it. I think it's another reason right there. There you go. Well, it's kind of like Kansas. Everybody's sitting there laying in bed at night going, eh, it's just a tornado. Yeah. Yeah, conditioned for it. You know, they're ready for it. <laughs> yep. I like Darren. I like Darren's uh, comment. Yeah, I'm expecting Nancy to swallow a hamster whole at any given minute. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know if you could rectally swallow love it. anything. I'm gonna stop right there. I don't want to get kicked off the show. But <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, gentlemen: Why do you think it's taken all these years from the crash at Roswell till now? to start telling the people the truth and is there an ulterior motive behind all this because you you know as well as i do the government does not do anything unless it's going to benefit the government what do you think's up yep. with this rick go ahead I'll, I'll come in after i think there's been a hypocrisy of gigantic proportions of the government wanting to keep us safe and the full disclosure of the truth. There is a duality of the government that says, oh, they're not really real, but by the way, we need 64.2 million to start this investigation. And you're right, there is a fine line between what is actually happening, what we're being spoon fed, and what really is going on behind the scene, because it kind of reminds me of Dorothy and Toto when they sat there and saw the wizard behind the curtain. It's like what we're seeing now on TV as far as the media. The wizard is showing us what he wants us to see while behind the curtain, he's pulling all the buttons and and, uh, the levers that actually is what's going on. Okay, James. All right, again, two reasons. Number one, conditioning it the masses of most of the people out here in america in around the world are total and complete dumbasses there is a lot more dumbasses out there than what you realize yes. there's a lot of yes. dumbasses out there i'm telling you <laughs> a bunch of them voted for some dumbass yeah so mm-hmm. a bigger dumbass. yeah a bigger dumbass i don't want to bring political into this show but that's just the way i gotta put it so yep it takes a while to condition dumbass people to get them to do what you want to do what the government wants you to do is be just smart enough to pay taxes, but just be dumb enough to not buck the government, right? So they know yeah, this. They know this. This is in their playbook, right? So it takes, they have to condition people to get on board with the idea of having a freaking alien presence. Uh, number two, number two, they have the technology. They're using the technology. They're perfecting and back engineering this technology. And they realize that the dumbass masses of people is not ready to understand this technology. So they're not putting this thing out. The people ain't ready for this stuff. If they just dumped all this technology on the streets right now, what do you think would happen? Look, they dumped the iPhone technology and look what happened. I mean, Jesus Christ, they got so much crap going on with this thing now. 
Uh, people are taking videos of cats throwing up on top of dogs' heads and dogs' hands. Just all kinds of crazy shit going on. You know, the people can't handle a, a big dump of technology at one time. The last time they did was in the Industrial Revolution, right? Uh, what was that, around the 40s, 50s, 30s, 40s, something mm-hmm. like that? When TV came out, you know, silicon chips came out. And look at LEDs. LEDs are alien technology. Basically, it's alien, it's alien technology. The phones that we're on right now, the phone that I'm on right now, I firmly believe that's alien technology, I'm telling you. And, it's reverse engineering. Yeah, it's reverse engineering. And you call me crazy, but I think it is, you know. But uh, they're coming out saying, yeah, well, you know, it's, this is a team of scientists that put this thing out. And here's the technology. Here's an iPhone. Here's for you. You know, touchscreen, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But I don't think that people came up with this technology in a short amount of time. If you look at computers, computers go, they lose their technology when you buy a brand new computer. Within three months, the technology has tripled. Obsolete. Yeah. You know, so I, do I just, you, I don't see it. Do you guys think that any of this uh, UFO disclosure that they're doing right now, that they could be working up to Operation Bluebeam? Yes. Where the government yes. was going to cause mass hysteria among the civilians showing that we are being invaded and attacked by extraterrestrials from another planet uh, back in the 80s. And uh, after the information leaked out, all that was kind of put aside. But do you think that it has anything to do with that? And if you, why? Go ahead, Rick. I think we're looking at exactly what the government wants us to look at in that, let's just face it, we have technology in outer space. A lot of the missions of different rockets that went up with the challengers and everything else like that, that was putting things in space. And at, did you see the size of the cargo bay on the challenger? You could put a freaking, you could put an 18 wheeler inside that thing. Yeah. And so many of the missions were top secret. So many of missions that have and probably never will be declassified as to what they put up in the up in that air. Now I said all that to say this. I think there's going to come a time and point when we will see what what happened and what they put up there because they have Star War abilities to shoot down other satellites. They have Star War ability to do exactly what Israel just did with their city. They're going to create a dome. Operation Iron Dome. Yep. Yep. And and that's just that's just a very very tip of the iceberg, yep. gentlemen. So well, let's look at the technology the that they just put in outer space. From uh, I believe it was uh, Russia. I think is the ones that put it up there, uh, where they've got technology which could basically disable the entire United States at a push of a button. You know, uh, it, it's uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's going up, including Chinese. Chinese are putting a lot of stuff up in orbit as well. Yeah, they're also dropping a lot of stuff out of space too. Fuzzy, shut up! My dog saw a UFO. So, here's the other thing. Uh, Bluebeam. Um, yeah, they could they could very well cause mass hysteria because I mean, look how easy it was to get people up in a mass uproar about wearing masks and about. Uh, you know, distancing and all this crap. And now, you know, they've rolled back the guidelines on this. I mean, look how easy it is to influence people to wear a mask. So think about how easy mm-hmm. it would be to influence people to, 
to think that there's an invasion going on. So let me tell you something. If we were to get invaded by, by another race out there, right, it wouldn't go down like Independence Day. It wouldn't be like that. It would not be an air-to-air combat thing. It wouldn't be none of that chronic kind of shit. What they would do, they can send something to Earth near the speed of light that could wipe out just humans, a.k.a. a virus, okay? If this thing could be just uh, human-specific, wipe out the entire human race because to this planet, we are the parasite. We're not, we're not natural like nature is, like bears and fish and things like that. We're destructive to this, to this planet. We really are. Um, you know, if you look at what humanity has done in the last know, 500 years, we're destructive to this planet. So to wipe out a parasite, you send in a poison. And they can do that on the head of a pin. They can throw a virus out here that just mutates and grows and multiplies at a rapid speed wipe every human out and guess what they have a lush green planet all to themselves well especially if you want to believe that these uh alien beings are the ones that created humanity as we know it if these alien beings are the ones that created us you know they know how to take us out so why would they waste resources and uh and lives of their own to come in and fight a ground war or aerial war with us when there's no need no there is no need I mean, you're wasting resources at that point. You're putting your, your alien race at risk of getting shot down or, or any. I mean, they, apparently they have a bad track record of good pilots anyway because they crash all the time on the planet. You know, they, look on the moon. There's there's crash uh, landings on the moon. There's uh, things on the moon that shouldn't be there that are there. Uh, you know, you'll see half discs that are buried halfway in the moon dust. They got bad pilots. They really do. Their pilots suck. <laughs> that, that just that just that brings up another 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 topic on this. I mean, if if they're pilots, alien pilots against a U.S. Air Force or a freaking Navy pilot, we'll kick their ass. Yeah, but but just think about this for a minute, there, James. If they're pilots that are you know way better than you know as far as technology goes, and their you know aircraft are better than ours, and all this other stuff, what kind of hope does that leave us when we're taking off on a seven thirty seven, you know, on a flight from uh, Texas to Florida? I mean. It doesn't leave us a whole lot of uh, room for error. Yeah, it doesn't. But, you know, whenever you get a crashed alien, uh, you know, ship, you're only getting two or three aliens out of it. You know, we crash one, you're getting four, 400 people out of this thing, you know. But, I mean, we're our pilots are great. They're ballsy and they're they're skilled and they're intelligent. But these guys, they, they get within the, uh, the atmosphere and they start crashing and, and doing things. I don't know. Maybe they have a bad maintenance program. Their safety guy needs to be fired and hire me. I don't know what's going on, but uh, they have just a bad pilot program. I don't know. So here's the thing what I've heard about Alien Grays, um, that there's, they're soulless. They're just like, uh, they're not robots, but they're they're humanoid-like, you know, the Grays. Um, and they're designed and engineered genetically to do a job. And um, I guess, you know, if your job is a, as an alien gray as a pilot, then you're genetically engineered to do that. That's what you do. Or your, your job is a surgeon. You're the guy that mutilates cows up in Utah. I don't know. But I've heard a lot of this from, from Jeremy, Jeremy Corbell. Hey, and by the way, uh, when I got I was trying to get on earlier. Was he actually on the show or what was that? Try again. Jeremy Corbell earlier when I got on the show. Um, I seen him, and uh, I didn't know if he was actually on the show or not. No, no, he so wasn't I on the show. Freaking out! I was like, "God, 
fucking my Wi-Fi wasn't working, so I was freaking out. I seen Jeremy Carvel on the show, so holy shit, I <laughs> yeah, we were playing a clip on some uh, UFO footage that he, okay. he was releasing. Okay, um, yeah, I started freaking out a little bit. Now uh, <laughs> we do have uh, Jerry. He's saying basically, you know, running to, running into shit. Do aliens have dumbasses too? I imagine they do, and I imagine there's good ones and bad ones as well. So I yeah, don't think we're alone in the universe with. Uh, Dumb shits oh, up there. There's dumbasses everywhere. And, uh, They're everywhere. Darren says, Darren Wedlock says, I think the universe is teeming with life. Some good, some bad. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, so I mean, we, we have a lot of issues with, with some of these things. And not only that, but you, if you believe some of the stories where we've got the good ones and the bad ones and the good ones have been working to protect, you know, uh, the mm -hmm. humans here on this planet from these other extraterrestrials that are that are incredibly aggressive and basically wanting to take over i mean yeah if that's all true i mean you gotta wonder i mean what are they thinking right now when they're seeing all of us down here and we're all acting like idiots i mean are we even a species worth saving i mean think about that for a minute thoughts on that Rick? that's very true well you hit it right on the head eddie because let's just face it the only thing that mankind has learned in the last 200 years of actual being able to take the genie out of the bottle, so to speak, the only thing that mankind has learned how to do is to kill each other better and Before faster. Mankind, yeah. And anything and any other species that sees this is sitting there probably shaking their head. Why would they destroy the planet in which they live on? Why would they destroy each other's the own race that they have, the only species on that planet, and they're willing to nuke each other? That's the question they're asking. I bet. Well, there are dumbasses in the in the in well, the world. And here we're, we go and with we're the dumbasses. Yeah, here we go with this, Rick. Why does cancer kill its host? That's true. So yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I don't. It's not like I necessarily disagree with that, but let's let's set up a scenario so if you're a, you're a scientist in a lab and you're you know you want to set up a scenario or, or an experiment um and you want to see the outcome of an experiment to see if it's over and over like if it's a repetitive thing uh you set up a control and then you set up one experiment right and then you wait uh three months and you set up that same exact experiment later on down the line three months later and then three months again you set up another one right so now you have three experiments three months apart um you see how the first one progresses, okay? And then you see how the second and third one progress and you, you calculate and you write down your times and everything like that, right? And then what you see is the progression of the first, the progression of the second and the third. Now, if they all follow the same timeline and the first one flows, you know, say a year later, but the second one's not quite there and the third one's behind the second one, right? Because you started them all at different times. I think that's what it is. They're not looking at us like, oh, well, this, this race is total shit. We just need to annihilate these guys and this and that uh, and be done with it. I think what it is is that they've seen this before and they know that we'll come out of this and we'll, we'll increase to that second higher level, that higher generation. We'll, we'll increase to that, but it's going to take some time. There's, there's, I guarantee you there's planets out there and systems out there that are, are far more advanced than us but have been through the same thing. You know, okay. it's... it's you know what I mean? You know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sense? bring this up to you. If you believe in the ancient astronaut theory, if you believe in what the ancient Sumerians said, 
as far as the Anunnaki being coming to Earth way back mm -hmm. when. And you and if you believe in all that, and you if you believe in the things that they said, which resemble what the Bible says six thousand years later, mm -hmm. if you believe all this, we've been wiped out before because of mistakes in creating because the human what? race. Broke up. We have been wiped out before by these gods because of the mistakes they made with the human race. Also, real quick, I want to bring up, Bill uh, says, I wonder how open or truthful the government report will be, or will it be another blue book? Uh, this one's supposed to be pretty open, Bill. However, yeah. I don't know if they're going to disclose everything. I would have to venture to say there's still going to be things that are going to be classified. You yeah. know, it, it's just, that's the way the government works. They're not going to give you everything. Yeah. You're, you might get part of the enchilada. No. You're not going to get the whole enchilada. You know, they'll leave out the rice and beans, too, by the way. So uh, well, expect problem, to get some stuff, but not all of it. Um, I think, Eddie, I think the problem with that, why they don't they don't release everything at one time or, you know, just all of it, at, you know, period, is because if there's anything in that technology that you can weaponize, they want it for themselves. Of course they, they don't do. They want the public cabinet. Of course. I think that, Look what they did to test Yeah. Look at Tess. Oh yeah. You know, before any before any of his relatives or anybody even had a chance to go to his room, they took every notebook, every paper yeah. out of Tesla's room and took off. And it's probably sitting in the Vatican right now. It's it sitting is. somewhere. Yeah. yeah, somewhere. Somewhere sometime. You know the Vatican, you can't you can't review any documents younger than seventy years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. It's got to be within 70 years old or more to be able to review any documents in the Vatican. Damn. I would love to get in there and, and, and see what they have. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I'd just love to be able to get behind a lot of the FBI files. Not so much FBI. I'd rather, I'd rather get behind the CIA or the NSA file. So I'll let me that. ask you. Well, how yeah, I'm, I'm leading up to that too, yeah. How yeah. long do you think it's going to be before they release these documents from the from the Pentagon in reference to the UFOs? Um, Depends on how many they got to redact. <laughs> not that, not so much. Yeah, they're working on that probably right now, but the recent documents, like within last year, five years, uh, five or six years from now, probably, they're going to release things that are, um, wow, I just got a, a notification from another channel that there are things flying in and out of the ocean right now, USOs, the US, uh yeah. yeah, I just got a notification on that right now. Speaking of this, right, it's kind of kind of crazy. But, yeah, um, that's great. Wow. I think it'll be a while, Eddie. I really do, because I mean, what's what's the benefit to the government or to anyone if they release this thing as it happens in real time? Well, I honestly James, think... what did they find when they probed you? On what? I say, James, what did they find when they probed you? They found a few things. They found a, a, a <laughs> um. A, High alcohol intake. Um, there was a there's a lot of animosity somewhere. Uh, they found a few things. Yeah. Uh, the Easter egg with a dollar in it from like 40 years ago. Damn! Yeah. They didn't give me my dollar either. You know, I was kind of pissed off about. It. They didn't buy well, me no dinner. I, think, they, I didn't get a phone number or I, reach around. Anything. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna ask that question about Gordon. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the information that they're gonna release is gonna come sooner than than later. I think, think that's. So? I think it's going to come out within the next several months, uh, probably before October. And uh, I predict that that's going to happen pretty quickly. 
I don't know what all it's going to contain. I know they're going to try and make probably a pretty big deal about the release of it. However, I don't think humanity is going to take it seriously. I think I don't uh, think I think you're right. Yeah. I don't I don't think the timeline is right, but I think you're right about the humanity not taking it seriously, Eddie. Uh, how much? What do you What do you think is going to be a disclosure moment, or because you know disclosure is supposed to be coming? It's going to be a disclosure moment. There, see, they, and if you want to think about it, disclosures already taking place. They've already admitted to. Right. It is. They've already admitted to them existing. They yeah. already admitted that these this technology isn't ours. And basically, it, it isn't from this earth, you know, or it isn't from our species, I should say. They've already admitting to having parts of extraterrestrial vehicles that were not created on this planet. They've admitted to U.S. Navy fighters chasing objects that could outmaneuver and out-accelerate anything that we've ever had. So and to the point to where, Yeah, to the point to where if a human was on board, we'd basically been turned to mush because of the amount of G-forces. Exactly. Um, I think disclosure is here, gentlemen. I think disclosure is here. I think they're already speaking about it. I think. uh, How long long do you think, Eddie, before they actually video and show a craft on TV and say, okay, this is what we have. This is what it looks like on the outside and inside. How long do you think that's going to take? I think it's going to be pretty freaking quick. Uh, I think when all this other disclosure comes, it's going to be across the news boards, especially Fox. I think uh, it's going to be a, around a, a lot of different uh, news agencies, including U.S. military news. I believe it's going to be there. Um, I think uh, you're going to see Tucker Carlson having an interview with somebody about this here before too long. But now, here's the thing. Once they disclose this, once they disclose this, and they bring it forward. And you're going to see a lot of videos that we have not seen before. We're going to have a lot of information that we have not heard before. We're going to see things that we probably can't even comprehend. But I guarantee everybody, that's not even the tip of the iceberg of what they have. Exactly. So one yeah. one question. What do you think after they fully disclose and they come out with that that Tucker Carlson interview with that ship and they say, hey, here's the technology that we found. This is what's been going on. This is what we have. What do you think the reaction from the Vatican will be and the Catholic population? I can answer that real quick. They're going to be very acceptance of it and they're going to say, you know what? We, we know that there's life out there and we've said it before and they have because their chief astronomer probably about 15 years ago came forward and said that there was life on other planets there was life in other areas besides earth and they would be more than happy to welcome them into the faith of the catholic church so they they are talking about it they said god made many god made more species than just us and he placed them in other places so the the catholic church is going to be very acceptant to it and they're going to be probably one of the only ones that aren't going to be screaming demons I think so, but I don't. I don't see them pushing this agenda as much as the government. You know what I mean? I don't see the Catholic uh, religion or the Vatican coming out and saying, "Hey, you know, you guys might want to be ready for." Because the Vatican knows. The Vatican is there. They know. I promise you that. Um, but they're not pushing it. They're, I don't see them as pushing this thing as hard as as the um, you know the government's doing with disclosure. Okay. Okay, gentlemen, there's also a difference here that I want to look at too is the fact 
they're going to show us the technology they already have. They're going to show us the alien spacecraft. I think they already shown us that too. What they haven't shown us and there is an actual alien body, an actual living alien that they have in captivity. Now that would be the cream of the crop would be right there. If they would actually do that. Yeah. That would be tits. I think, you know, so what about this, right? Think about this just for a minute. Now, it's just a hypothetical. Um, Independence Day, the movie, right? You remember whenever they went to Area 51, they opened up the big old steel iron door, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, all the guys walked in and they saw the craft for the first time. Yep. yep. What if yep. that was yep. an actual craft? And they showed the entire world what an actual craft looked like just to get it subliminally in your mind and and when they actually release what a craft looks like it's that and it makes you more comfortable because you've seen it before well that's the same way with uh aliens i mean that a lot of the aliens that you see on tv are Mm -hmm. the alien versus predator type aliens you know the ones with the dreadlocks you know a lot of them have that kind of face what if this is something that is a norm among some of the alien species. And this is something they're just saying, okay, this is pretty hideous. Let's get them used to it. You know? So, and they're putting it out there. <clears throat> but real quick, uh, let me, let me jump, jump in here with Darren. Yeah, yeah, Darren says, is there, if there is good and bad things out there, who would countries on earth join themselves with? We can't even stop making war against each other, let alone putting it on a galactic scale. And that brings back Project Project Bluebeam uh, mm-hmm. for a one-world yep. government, Darren. Kind of a read-up a little bit on that's crazy stuff. Um, but, yeah, go ahead, James. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. So, you know, it was, uh, what was it, what was that guy's name? There's, there's quite a few of them out there with the ancient aliens, guys. Uh, uh, Childress, uh, David Childress, and then there's that. Giorgio Sukalos. Chapatulis fucking wild hair guy yeah, Giorgio Sukalos. yeah how you say it Giorgio Sukalos. 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 yeah man I've always yeah. wondered how to say that dude's last name he's, <laughs> he's from Greece I kind of like well cellulose yeah but Sukalos. yeah I'll call him Chapatulis because down in Louisiana we have a, a town called <laughs> Chapatulis and it starts with a T and it's crazy but you know these guys that guy he's all about aliens everything you know your refrigerator was built by aliens and stuff like that you know but these guys, um, they, they've came out and said, you know, hey, there's seven different species out there that we know of. You know, there's the greys, there's the reptilians, there's the Nordics. Um, what was the other one? There was several different ones. And uh, it, it's kind of, okay, well, you know, I can kind of believe that. Uh, there's actual uh, people that are here now, shape-shifting people. Or, uh, you know, have you seen these videos of people that, you know, they, they kind of shape-shift on TV? I don't know if you've seen this. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these reporters, like when they blink, they'll blink sideways. Their eyelids come from the sides, and it's really weird. And, uh, you know, I'm in video. I do a lot of video work, and I'm looking at this going, Reptilian. how could I? Yeah, but this is videos from back from the 90s. This is before, like, Photoshop and things like that, right? And I know you can take a video and, and dump it, and you can do your Photoshop thing, too. I get that. But this is, it's just, it's just really, really, it's bizarre. It's really strange how how these people their eyes like change and they come back you know it's it's a digital glitch it looks like but it's i don't know man it's kind of weird like go look it up on youtube just put shape-shifting um 
people on TV, on YouTube, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Everybody out there is looking at me like I'm crazy. Nah, <laughs> go check it out. Okay, real These quick. Like, we, we are just really about weird. out of time, gentlemen. Um, just want to say hello to Landon. He showed up a little bit late. Hey, Landon, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Jerry says astronauts experience bone density it, uh, if in space for long periods. The aliens that were discovered are said to have dense bone structure, and it probably has to do with the biological makeup of their bodies and what minerals or whatever it is that they may need to be able to uh, create or to have that type of structure. They may have uh, identified some way to eat certain nutrients, which will keep a bone structure a, lo a lot stronger than, say, ours, who if we you know, were in space for a long period of time, we'd have osteoporosis and all kinds of crap. Uh, Darren says uh, there are some Christians that believe the Antichrist will be an alien or a hybrid. I've heard that many times, and you know who's to say that wouldn't happen. And uh, Gene says, mm -hmm. does anyone have a real photo of an alien? Uh, there have been a lot of photos passed around as being real, especially of uh, Area 51 beings. However, most of those have been said to be fake, mainly because people don't know what to believe now are they fake or not we don't know uh that's kind of up to you to whether you want to believe it or not and uh, we're going to start off with the uh, final thoughts with rick we have a couple of minutes left so uh let's knock this out between you james and myself awesome gentlemen thank you for a good night again awesome topic i really enjoy this topic and you're right this is not the end it's only the beginning of what's going to transpire within the next few months, next few years of the actuality that we are not alone. Mm -hmm. And the sooner that people get the idea in their head that we are not alone, the better off we're going to be because why? Well, there's technology, there's advancements, there's things that's going to give us longevity. But if you're not ready for that world, then you're not ready for the world we're going to once we pass. Absolutely. James. I think the, the most naive thought you can have is the fact that we are alone, which we are not. If you take the world, this our universe, including Mars, all our planets, the Milky Way, you take our universe and you put it on the head of a pin, like a safety pin. You stick our whole universe on that pin. The entire Earth is the universe compared to that head of that pin. And to think that there's nothing else out there besides what's on the head of that pin is the most naive and ignorant thing you can think. And I'm not telling people how to think, but this is my own personal view. We are not alone. We are damn well not alone. And we won't be, um, you know, just keep your eyes to the sky, man. There's there's crazy shit going on. And a lot of it happens in Texas and a lot of it happens in Mexico and, you know, down in these southern states. A lot of weird stuff going on down here. Can we explain it? No. But, you know, we, we, know, we all know what it is. You know, just keep your eyes up there and keep looking out, man. And, um... Hey, if you get abducted, you know, at least make them buy you a drink before they start doing anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. And look, I didn't get anything out of mine, you know, a phone number, a, <laughs> anything, you know, I mean, just, and Gordon, if Gordon was on here, I'm, I'm pretty confident they would have lost some um, tools in his probing. They probably, he probably has alien tools in his rectum, but Gordon, I love you, buddy. I just... You know, but hey, <laughs> that's what I got, guys. I mean, that, thank you again for having me on the show. I really appreciate appreciate you guys. I really uh, do. Absolutely, and, and I'm sure you'll be hearing from Gordon on that topic tomorrow. I'm sure uh, you'll hear. So. <laughs> I hope so. I wish they'd drop a bobblehead of uh, Nancy Pelosi up his. Oh um, yeah. I'm gonna say it up his ass. You know, because well, it's Gordon. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, 
thank you so much for joining us tonight on Paranormal Analytical. We appreciate it. We love each and every one of you. And we hope you enjoyed the topic tonight. This is something that is just starting. It is the beginning. It is the tip of the iceberg. There's going to be a lot more coming up with this aliens and UFOs and or, you know, uh, it, there's there's so much more to it. And, and I'm hoping that for once, for once, the government will at least try to uh, give us the full truth. But don't hold your breath. Like I said, you know, there's going to be a part of it that is going to be held in, uh, you know, extremely top secret areas where we won't know yeah. anything about. But uh, it is an interesting topic. Uh, I do myself, I personally believe aliens are real. UFOs are real. And there are many different types, many different species. There are good and there are bad. And uh, I hope that the reveal will come soon. I hope people will listen. I hope people will pay attention. But most of all, everybody, don't be fooled by everything that you see, hear, or read about. Keep your eyes to the sky. We love you guys. Be safe. Take care. And we'll see you all next week on Paranormal Analytical. Good night, guys. Good night, gentlemen.